Hey, my name is Melissa Bedeen, and I'm obsessed with personal development, body, mind, and soul health, as well as all things business marketing that can help you to navigate all things mystical and messy in this journey called life. See, I am a coffee-addicted mother of two who married my grade 9 boyfriend, and I started my company at the age of 17 with just a $200 Costco massage table and a goal of becoming a healer in mind. Now let's fast track a decade and a half forward as I've pivoted and grown myself from being a brick-and-mortar business as an international healer and psychic medium that loves to use my gifts to help align others on their path. See, I found myself naturally pivoting towards becoming a coach as I've made it my mission to positively impact the lives of others. But will we shy away from the real chats here? No way. See, I firmly believe that we're all intuitive, but again, the true gift actually comes from listening to this internal knowingness. But since all of our arenas of life may look at a little bit different, I hope to shed some insights on how this can benefit you both personally and professionally. See, I believe we have a mission. No, more of a calling inside of us, but it's up to us whether we choose to use this to benefit not only us, but others as well. As I teach you the tested and true ways to align yourself today, I am inviting you into this time as a friend, having a coffee, chat with the goal of a girl trying to give you some form of mind mapping to skip through the messy and tapping into your own magical. Now I want you to know that you are welcome to the Mom Gun Media, and I'm grateful you're here. Hello everyone, so it is Melissa Bedeen here and I wanted to stop in and give you guys a special introduction. I have Delicia here and she is with Delingo, which is her academy. And I wanted to share a little bit of where she came from. She's a Jersey girl through and through that loves bagels and pizza with empanadas. Oh, and I can't forget the iced coffee, which is automatically a soul sister for me. But this keeps me fueled. My family is from Paraguay, is what she was stating, and I just read it as first person. <laughs> and South America. She loves to travel, learn new languages, and education. She graduated from Fairfield University in 2014 with a BA in psychology and Spanish with a minor in education studies. And she did teach for American, taught for high school Spanish, and then transitioned into higher education and is now pivoting again into online education and entrepreneurship. Oh my goodness. That is quite the background. And so I wanted to just give you guys a little bit of, you know, where I met her. She joined me in a program called KBB. And for those of you who don't know, it's with Tony Robbins, Dean Grizzozzi, Jenna Kutcher, and Russell Brunson. And those are like my main peeps who I mildly obsess over. And when I was seeing her show up in the group, loved her vibes, loved her energy. She would show up in a graduation cap and would just be right down for all of us to grow together and support one another, which is my mission. Oh, guys, she brought the cap to the party. She brought the cap to the party. Perfect. Okay. So... I wanted to personally say thank you. I'm so grateful I got to connect with you and I know that she's gonna bring tons of value for you guys. So I'm gonna let her come in and just let us know a little bit on what is the Delingo Academy. Hey everyone, hey girl. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited for our mom bun conversations. <laughs> Even though I'm not a mom, I'm a professional stay-at-home daughter. So I love this um, group and the community that we found in KBB and Jenna Kutcher's Implementation Lab, and I'm so grateful to be here. And Delhi Lingo Academy started in 2018 as an idea, as my little baby. It it was born out of struggle, actually. So in 2018, when I was returning from Brazil on a Fulbright grant as an English teaching assistant, my mom fell down the stairs and broke her leg. So even though I was transitioning 
and figuring out next steps, life can't, comes at you fast and is like, just kidding, you're going to be a professional stay-at-home daughter and be the primary caretaker of not only my mom, but the household and keep it running smoothly. And within this space of deep reflection, deep reckoning, I started to do all the freebies. And that's where I found Jenna Kutcher in her podcast, the Gold Digger podcast, Amy Porterfield, to name a few. Of course, Oprah, Super Soul Sunday, all the big ones. And really just the spiritual work started to continue to happen. And that's when Delhi Lingo Academy started because I was tutoring online, interpreting English, Spanish over the phone and teaching students how to apply to colleges and resume uh, writing and support. So I decided, hey, if I can do this as a freelance work, I can build a foundation in online uh, business to really be my own vision, my own dream, my own academy. So that's how Delhi Lingo Academy really started. And now through KBB really took off because I, I have the mentorship, I have the guidance, I have the steps and the structure to actually make it happen and make it real. So, and then COVID hit and we had to be home. We were quarantined at home. So I was like, all right, it's imperative to make this happen. This is divine intervention. Uh, so that's a little bit background with Delhi Lingo Academy. Honestly, isn't that the truth? All of that is so relatable for so many people where we just have to take the hits and the pivots. The fact that you became the professional stay-at-home daughter gave me a kick as soon as we started talking. And so from that, I just, I honestly, I love what you've done because a lot of times people get stuck on the who, what, where, or I know we've had this conversation before, but there's certain people that get stuck on like the certificates and, and they're raising themselves up to like what they feel they need before they're ready. And the thing is, is I know I've taken business school. I know I became a registered massage therapist and gone to college and done those little things. And over time, you have to take continuing education credits in order to stay enrolled in your licensing. But does that make me better than somebody who's put their life passion into it, who feeds it, and who is somebody who continuously holds, you know, that enjoyment in their everyday? Probably not. And so the thing is, is I find that a lot of people get stuck on what they thought they had to do instead of actually following what they're guided to do. And so that was one thing that I really love that you've done. And then you help people transition that. Like the fact that you're career is something that helps lift people into that field, like helping align them in that, that called to me as well, because I started my business very different and it's pivoted over time. And through that, I found, I beat myself in the head over like the paperwork, like how to figure out the paperwork aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And you beautifully assist those that need that guidance. And so I think that's such a beautiful gift. And so would you mind kind of sharing exactly what it is you do to just kind of let these people get that, you know, delegation off their shoulders so that way they can sift into their goals? Absolutely. So my favorite role in undergrad was being an orientation leader and a first year mentor. So right after my first year, I applied for these two roles on campus and it was kind of like the next step where you could be the mentor for the incoming first year students. And that was always my favorite job because you were their cheerleader. We also guided them throughout your, their four years on campus. So I, I like to say that's when this kind of started, this transitional coach, this career coach um, within my experiences. And today that's morphed into 
for high school juniors and seniors to apply to colleges through the essay writing process, strategy with which university they should pick to apply to and then ultimately attend. And all of that not only has strategy, but also being true to yourself. So this, I, I guide through I guide students through the reflection of who they are now, where they want to go, and how they want to grow, and what they want to major and minor in, but leaving room with, for flexibility because they will grow in their undergraduate experience. And then for recent grads and seniors in college, transition from their undergraduate experience into the workforce and guiding them to the resume writing, the cover letter, the interview preparation, and all these steps have a foundation in being true to themselves, following their skill sets, and really being passionate and confident in themselves in order to take that next step. And I love what you said about the traditional models of education. And that really resonates with me because when I was pivoting and thinking about what is my next step, I said, oh, should I get my master's? Should I get a PhD? And I love all of continuing education, academia, you can see the books behind me, like, I love books, I love learning. So that really seemed like the next step. However, to take my students to the next level to where I see them going, I had to take matters into my own hands and really pivot to this online entrepreneurship space. So they can also see what dreams and goals they can accomplish when they see me doing that as well. I needed to model what I want for them as well. Oh, now, isn't that the best? Because I know, again, going back into like my own personal experiences, because you can either learn it or earn it. I earned some bumps in my business world. And I decided I'm going to get smarter. And I went and enrolled myself in some programs. And when I went to the business aspects of the schools and things like that, I would ask questions. I would geek hard, like whether I'd go to seminars, workshops, to whatever. And I was in this college and I'm asking the professor, so with a business, please inform me what is the easiest way to and i cannot remember what the question was for the life of me i wish i did because it would sound super smart right now that's not the case guys <laughs> but what happened is is he's like oh i don't know i've never really had a business i'm like wait a minute i paid x amount to learn business advice from some dude who's never had a business this seems legit i could have read the book i could have probably gotten it at the library if we're going to be real right now and saved myself x amount and so i started to really challenge that and thankfully i had a couple you know teachers back in my schooling that would actually say you know all the textbooks are written from a perspective a point of view mm -hmm. whether it's cultural so like american history books has the american's perception the canadian mm -hmm. books has the canadian perception and the reason i said that is she's american i'm canadian so i gotta put <laughs> a in there somewhere yes <laughs> but through it all i find it so amazing to like really get to see how we adapt and grow culturally to like even intuitively. And so I feel like that's really what you've done too, because some people get stuck on what mess they've been gifted. Mm -hmm. And when I say gifted, I mean, I personally believe that things don't happen to us, they happen for us. Mm -hmm. And that's if we choose to sit in that mindset and you've really blessedly done the same. And so some things that I really want everybody to understand is she did not go into all of the schooling expecting that this is the outcome guys but she beautifully adapted. And with COVID coming and like all these different things, she continuously pushed past discomforts and she shows up. Like, I'm gonna give hard high fives over here. <laughs> now, what I want people to understand is they can too. 
Like they can, they can take this experience and that's why we show up. That's why these podcasts are here is because learn from us. Like I'm telling you some of the things that I've taken in like these super expensive courses could have been in a book where the other times, like even the implementation lab that we were in, Mm -hmm. the community is where it was worth it. Like some of the stuff was okay. It was good. And then all of a sudden you'd get like this little epiphany bomb, but then the implementation lab where we'd all just get to collaborate, network and communicate. That's where it's at too. And so when you can do that and delegate with other people and say like, Hey, look, an essay is not my strong suit. I know I have some gifts, but I really don't know where I'm guided. And then you have somebody like Delicia over here come and just throw in some opportunities your way. Why wouldn't you, in my opinion? So you're going to get some mass love from me on that one. Now, I know that you're a traveler. I know yes. that you've got some, some background there. I would love to know, like I'm a traveler at heart too. For those of you who don't know, um, my husband and I, we called ourselves dinks, which was double income, no <laughs> kids for a while there. Hello. we that. traveled all the time. And now it's like once a year we get to go somewhere right. and we're no longer dinks, but we've got another acronym <laughs> that's probably not appropriate for everyone. <laughs> but I would love to know, what is your favorite country that you've visited thus far? Ooh, favorite country. I would have to say my favorite country is Spain. Mm. Obviously, Paraguay is my heritage and my family, and I love it. But visited and lived, it has to be Spain. I lived in Sevilla, Spain for six months in undergrad as my second country. And the, the first country I lived in was Australia and then Spain for a year. I was abroad in my junior year of college and I loved Sevilla for a lot of reasons. Number one, the community, the warm feeling of this Southern um, city in Spain and the dancing and the community and really understanding the cultural roots of Spain that transcends to Paraguay, right? Paraguay is colonized by Spain, has the indigenous roots. However, it's really cool to see a lot of architecture and artwork that I was looking and learning in textbooks and reading on PowerPoints and classes, but feeling it and seeing it is so different. And I would say Spain is by far my favorite. Okay. Now you just have me wanting <laughs> good wine and pasta. I'm telling you. Yes. Right so I used to teach these classes and, and where I'm going with this is it was called, and like, this is actually something that could relate to this training. That's why I'm sharing it. So don't <laughs> let me get caught up in, in Spain, but it was a psychic development women's empowerment workshop. And I used to host these every two weeks. And we did this exercise. And I think this exercise is really powerful because it does actually help you to kind of focus on where you want to go and what your tasks really are. But it's actually writing your own eulogy. It sounds morbid and it kind of is. But what you do is you actually write your own eulogy from a third person perspective and a first person perspective and a witness, like somebody, a coworker to a really close intimate person. And you kind of just insert these little paragraphs of it. And what happened is, is It was a woman's support circle and we did that to really just open ourselves up and I'd host it in the basement of my home and it was something that was so beautiful until I got to move it out to another facility and now I just do it online because I love it but we were doing this and as we were going through the exercise this woman's like this is crap it says that I'm a good worker and I went to school and I'm you know reliable but like I'm not it doesn't say I'm fun it doesn't say I traveled it doesn't say I lived life and so she was mad like she got mad went home and booked a ticket to Spain and then she went and created this magical shift in her life and every time I talk to her she goes that was the best exercise she's ever done because in Spain she took cooking classes Mm -hmm. she learned pastry she learned how to make homemade pasta she even did like 
oh, I wish I knew what kind of egg breakfast thing this was called. And it's not a quiche in case you're going to be like, <laughs> I hope Melissa doesn't not know what a quiche is. It's not a quiche. But she turned her life around from just that exercise. And all she could say was, you have to go to Spain. So I think that there's a lot of, a lot of opportunity there. So thank you for just further validating that. But I love that you've really done this because from everything that you've said, I mean, the Australian accent in itself sounds really fun. Yes. <laughs> but what would you say your course is about and mm -hmm. that you're pre-registering for everybody here? Like, what would that look like if you could walk them through it? Because I would love for them to understand the value that you really bring to the table that can really help them to, again, find what they need assistance in to really take that weight off their shoulders to get them to that goal point. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And talking about Spain reminds me of the my roommates that we built a huge bond together and reminds me of the Triana Bridge, which is our favorite spot in Sevilla. And I always go back to those moments because they were full of reflection. And even then I could remember Delhi Lingo Academy brewing because it's AP Spanish, SAT Spanish tutoring is part of that. And I, I give tribute to Spain for that. And the Founders Academy and the course is resume from scratch. And it's for anyone who wants to start their resume, edit their resume, or have a winning resume but want to tweak it. And it's really going to be a four-module uh, roadmap and journey where we, to get, we go on it together. I'll do it with the cohort of 10 people. I'm accepting 10 VIP founders for the first round. And the first module is about mindset and really going through those roadblocks of, because what I see in my students is number one, they don't think their skill sets are enough for their, for the resume, for the job in general, for their dream career. So we're going to work through that mindset block. And then number two is really kind of like a brain dump module where they go from high school until undergrad or wherever they are in their journey if they're not in college if they decided not to do that whatever their experiences are volunteer work extracurricular activity any online courses they've taken and what skills they've built through that we're going to really extract all that knowledge they do have and really show them that they're capable of applying to x job they want module three is really about doing the research for those companies, those job titles, and putting all of that together. And then number four is putting all of those three steps into the final resume. And I go through four key elements that I think uh, provide students with a winning resume and some go through some details like they, it really should only be a one page. Each sentence should be an action item or a quantifiable result that they got for example, I worked with a team of 10 people and we worked on X project and this was this, the result, right? So there's like a formula for it. So I walk them through that formula and then we bring it all together and then actually apply to the job and really submit it. And I want it to be a collaborative effort, a community. We'll build a Facebook group and I'll be in there with them along the way, unlimited email support, um, communication online, and do live training. So not only consume the content in the modules, but also I'll be there to troubleshoot any questions or clarify anything that they may not really understand, or this is the first time they're hearing it, and really clarify that. I think I'm really so excited. Good. I'm excited because the thing is, is like, in my college, it was definitely not to the level of 
universities in the States. Like I started, I'm just going to say I'm a massage therapist. So like <laughs> we, I had biology and I had, I like human anatomy. Let's throw some kinesiology here and let me do that. <laughs> like that was like where I was at. But you guys have a different standard from everything too. And from what I understand, the essays alone, like there's a lot of intensity that can be behind it. So the value that you would bring for somebody, especially like in COVID, if you're catching this at a later time, we are now called crisis schooling where I'm homeschooling. And so I'm just going to use this example, but just trying to work with my grade one daughter and help her through that process of homework. It's not fun. Like it's not fun. So you would be any parent's dream. I'm just saying that right now. Like if we could just market to the parents of high school, like I just feel that's where we need to market because yeah. as a parent, I'm like, yeah, I would pay for that just to not have to do that with my child. Like yes. with said with love and Emma, Eva, if you ever listen to this, I love you, but I would hire her for, for all of that. Like that's just where I'm at. So I just want to throw that down because I know that many parents, one, we carry this like stigma of, you know, we should be able to help them or they should be able to do it themselves. But I'm just going to say it right now, COVID crisis schooling is just proving <laughs> that my grade one skills of explaining basic grammar is not great. So university <laughs> level, probably not great. So you're an angel is where I'm going with this. So thank you. Thank you. Um, now I wanted to kind of pivot here. I know that you do a lot of different things and we've kind of chatted before, but you have Cheryl Strayed with a journal exercise and prompt yes. journaling to just kind of help navigate some things during these times. I would love for you to explain what to share with our audience and listeners on how that can benefit them because there's so much value in this. Awesome. I love Cheryl Strayed and I developed this journaling exercise. Oh, I want to say, oh, when did I buy this book? I want to say like 2017 or 2016. And I read Wild and then I saw that she had Brave Enough, which I have here with mm -hmm. us. And you can see like the crevices are like worn you out. Loved all my post-its. So it's a very simple journaling exercise that really grounds me. And I, I didn't realize it was like a, a spiritual practice until I started talking to people about it. And so what I do is very simple. I close my eyes and I just go like this. And wherever the two um, prompts land, I, so depends on the day, I, I choose both or I choose the one that resonates the most with me. And then I, I, I copy it and then I journal about it, whatever comes to mind, free writing. And I bought these bullet notebooks, actually. Let me show you. I don't know if you're into bullet notebooks, but. Oh, girl, my inner geek is loving everything that's <laughs> happening right now. Like, it looks so like much. this because I, I, I started learning that the lines on a journal were really stressing me out because it's not as free for all. So for, with this, I can draw this way. I could draw this way. I can draw this way. So some days I write and other days I draw and write. So for this example, I'll read both quotes if you want. Yeah. So the first one on page 44, ask yourself, what is the best I can do? And then do that. So then I would copy it and journal. And then the second one is fear to a great extent is born of a story we tell ourselves. And so I chose to tell myself a different story from the one women are told. I decided I was safe. I was strong. I was brave. 
that nothing could vanquish me. Insisting on this story was a form of mind control, but for the most part, it worked. Every time I felt something horrible cowering in my imagination, I pushed it away. I simply did not let myself become afraid. Fear begets fear. Power begets power. I willed myself to beget power, and it wasn't long before I actually wasn't afraid. How powerful is that? I love Okay, so you just literally, first of all, damn, girl, because that's actually <laughs> something I teach in Deep Cellular Healing, what you just did. Wow. So there's a lot of different things. So people use different techniques like muscle testing. And for those of you who don't know, I do teach on that, and there's some freebies out there. But there's so many amazing things that you just did because that's an intuitive exercise. Number one, doing the finger drop. That's a finger drop exercise where I even use that. And again, it goes into like, what is in my highest regard to hear at this time? And that's kind of the intention I set prior to. You just set an intention of you're going to get what you need, which right. is the exact same thing. So yay. Then you do automatic writing, which people will say is channeled or guided or whatever. But the thing is, is it's the same thing. It's, mm -hmm. it's allowing yourself to really feel into what needs to be released and developed as well as listened to. Like that's some of the most impactful things that I've ever gained personally. And I, I encourage everybody to do what she just shared here because this is a daily practice. You can do this in any moment of life where you feel your deepest struggles, like going through your pivot, I just want to kind of ask, did mm -hmm. you do that to kind of see where you needed to go next? Because I feel like it was so channeled in that essence of what you just did, which is totally spiritually guided, but I love Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. When I was like during my mom's uh, transformation and, and recovery, there were many days when we would meditate for hours because you're constantly in your loop. Why is this happening? Why did this happen to us? Did we attract this? Is this part of our blueprint? Why is, and then we stopped asking the question why and started asking the question, what is this here to serve us? Yes. What is this here to teach us? Yeah. Mic drop. I'm not actually <laughs> dropping my mic, but mic <laughs> drop. Yes. <laughs> so there were days when I would do this three times a day, four times a day. And if I just did it, if I felt really stuck and didn't know what to do or how to think about something, I would just, and, and sometimes it wouldn't be uh, Cheryl Strait. I've also started to incorporate uh, Rupi Kaur, uh, all of her poems, uh, Sun and Her Flowers, Milk and Honey. Uh, but I really think that Cheryl Strait's Brave Enough is the most powerful in my journey thus far because her quotes come from her book, Wild, which is her experience on the Pacific Crest Trail, mm. and from Dear Sugars, which is her other book and her podcast as well. So I think it has really deep reckoning questions that ask you to unlearn and unravel some deep cultural learnings that we have in, in, our, in ourselves. So this was definitely part of navigating this path because... I w I'm, I'm also a Libra. I don't know if any astrology out there, uh, I'm not saying it's the only tool in the world, but I, it's a tool that I've also, I'm a Libra, right? So I always am balancing back and forth, yin and yang. And for me to go on this journey is, do I get my master's? Do I get my PhD? Do I go back into higher ed? Do I pivot to corporate? Because those were the kind of the cultural norms that were set forth in someone for me who loves a, a uh, academia and and Fulbright and teaching and the experiences that I've had 
And this has really helped me to say, no, you can still do all those things in this new form, which is online entrepreneurship. And I'm still going to be teaching one-on-one. I'm still going to be teaching through courses and I'm still in this teacher role, just in a different form. And once I made that choice and that pivot and that realization that it's possible and trusting my gut is when the floodgates opened and the opportunities started to come. I think that everybody needs to hear that because there's so many people that wait for permission or they wait for, you know, somebody like, I actually have a funny story that kind of goes into that, but I had asked a friend who was looking into coaching or counseling. Like she was on the fence. Do I become a coach or a counselor? And I said, well, what's the difference? And she's like, well, counseling has a degree, duh. And I was like, well, chill. First of all, like I, I didn't know anything about coaching. So then she's like, well, Melissa, technically you're a coach. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. Like, I don't know why I kept pushing that away, that title. that Because like, I didn't even mean to become a Reiki teacher. Mm-hmm. I honestly started my business at 17 and it pivoted from like aesthetics to becoming a massage therapist and then just continuing education credits. I had the update. And so then I became a Reiki teacher by fluke because I actually just fell in love with it. And I started teaching it. And the word teacher had a stigma because then a lot of people think that I went for like this four-year degree and like all these different things. And I really didn't guys, like that's not what I did. (laughs) So I had a hard time with even that word. But then the thing is people saw me as an authority in a field and they kept asking me for advice. And because I love supporting women, I just kept saying like, bring over a Starbucks and let's have a coffee. (laughs) I would do that. And so I was pimping myself out for a $5 coffee. And then somebody's (laughs) like, Melissa, like you could teach that. And I was like, I am not a coach. Like, and so I said, what is a coach? And she said, you already are doing it. You're teaching Mm -hmm. people from your experience and expertise, and you're helping guide them past their issues and struggles and getting them a result, which is assisting them further on their paths. You're helping them skip some struggle points. So I was like, oh, and I'm like, people pay for that? And she's like, all the time. (laughs) And I was like, that's a job. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, I haven't charged like for a Starbucks coffee. Like I feel silly now. And so then I was like, well, how do you become one? And she pretended to dub me on the shoulders like a knight and was like, I dubbed thee a coach. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. And so then I actually looked it up and really there's no big governing bodies, but of course you like, right. you invest in yourself if you want. And I have, and so I have different things there, but technically if you're really great at what you do and you're passionate, you don't need these big titles. And I, I think even in like our coffee conversation that we were having, you yeah. had mentioned that even when you had a degree, somebody's like, what are you going to do next? Like right. that wasn't good enough. And that even mm-hmm. hit me. Like I was like, how dare they? Like, I'm <laughs> proud of you. I want to just say like, kudos. And not only that, and I'm not going to like throw med- like any system under the bus, but when we look at the difference between life lessons mm-hmm. and taught lessons, we retain life lessons so much faster. And so my dad gave a saying, and I really feel that this is applicable for all of us, but he said, mm-hmm. smart people learn from their own mistakes, but smarter people learn from others. So really mm-hmm. what I do is I'm an observer. Like I watch the go-getters and, and I action takers and I watch what they're doing and I model it. And I want you guys to understand that you can do that too. Whether you have a degree, you don't have a degree, you're like weird in the corner like me observing. It doesn't matter. But the thing is, is like, we can find experts. So if you're looking to outsource certain things, like what the beautiful gifts is that Delicia brings, please hit her up on that yeah. essence. Because as a mom living that homeschool dream right now, yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> and with everything that we can bring, like, I feel like there's so many opportunities for us to just stay empowered in knowing that we have something that the world needs. And so I actually, this brings me to one more point that I wanted to share. Yes. There was a guy who I took a training from named Mark Burness. And if you ever listen to this, Mark, 
I just want to give a shout out. You're intense, but I love your energy. So he teaches tribe building. He's in Australia. I don't know how I really found him. It was a referral from a friend. And he's intense, but like he is good. And so what he did is he said, there's 10,000 people who had unshed tears when they woke up this morning and they needed the gifts that you could bring to the world. And it is your mission to help them find you. And I was just like, oh, like that's hard. And so then now I've like made that my kick in the butt. Like when I wake up, I'm like, there's 10,000 people <laughs> with unshed tears who need the gifts that I can bring to this world. I'm like, that's it. Like he inceptioned that in, it is sitting in the back. And that's what you're doing too. Like there's people out there who need what you have. And guys, for you listening, you need to understand that there is something that you grew up with, that you're naturally mm -hmm. good at, that you're inclined in, that others look to you for, for advice. And that's already a gift. That's a superpower is what we call them. And the biggest thing is, is you can choose whether to make that your hobby, your hustle, your part-time, your full-time, your whatever. But the idea is, this is a knowledge industry now and Delicia has now formed a way to outsource her in like her information and create that into a program as have I. And I want you guys to understand that you could have a product, you could have all these different things, but knowledge is the ultimate. And I want you to know like time saving tips. Oh, efficiency. Again, if I could outsource my daughter's homework to Delicia, I totally <laughs> would right now. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just going to keep saying how much I value individuals like you in this world. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. That's awesome. Well, and that's just it though. Thank you. Cause there's so many people out there that really can use you. So I, I do ask, you know, like, what are you passionate about? What do you like? And she threw out this opportunity for you guys to get a freebie. Do you want to tell them about the freebie that you wanted to share? Yes. So I created a freebie for students who are navigating this resume writing adventure, I'll call it. And it's a downloadable PDF that gives you kind of like 10 steps that you can take for your resume right now. You can take those action items right now. And it's accompanied with a YouTube video that walks you through it as well. So some free content made with you in mind with students. And I kept it as simple as possible. And the main thing to keep in mind is that you already have the skills and the gifts within you. And it's about translating it and extracting it and, and putting it on that one piece of paper. That's your presentation for that job. And pro tip, Recruiters have 30 to 40 seconds with iced coffee in hand to look at your resume. So it has to pop. It has to stand out. And you have the skills to do it. We just have to find the format and put it all together and find that confidence because that energy exudes on that paper. I am so grateful for that because I do remember writing my resume pre, you know, full-time doing me. And this is something that I was not good at. And so any pro tips like that and how to catch quick eye attention, how to, you know, retain that information, make it enticing, personalizing cover letter, like getting that kind of stuff set up is gold. So I wanted to personally say thank you. Do you have anything that you would like to leave us with? Because I know there's always like a funny story mm -hmm. or something that's occurred in our life where we can always kind of look back and maybe just giggle at ourselves here because I know that I definitely don't always bring the classy with my sassy. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. One of the biggest stories that I've remembered along this journey to pivoting to online entrepreneur again is because in high school, I started 
kind of a brick and mortar business. It was the beginning of e-commerce in 2009, and it was called DSAX, where we brought um, purses from Paraguay made by indigenous women handmade to um, provide them with the opportunity to be with business women. And I remember building this site on Wix when it was just starting out, and I had to bring the PayPal button, like I don't even know from where, and build it myself and make sure it attached to the actual landing page and then attached to PayPal itself. So it had three steps versus now you just pull up the landing page and all the tech behind it is done. So I had an epiphany last week when I was going through my website building again. And I was like, why am I like essentially crying about this? Because I did this when I was 17 with Wix.com in the beginning boom of online marketing and online um, e-commerce. Uh, businesses. And I said, if I could do it at 17, I can do it now. And I started a Facebook business page back then. And I would remember writing emails to customers at 9pm after homework, like in I don't even know where they were. But I was this 17 year old with CEO at the end of her email. So I knew I was down this entrepreneurship path. I knew it would find me again. And I'm so happy I'm here. And the biggest thing I want to leave with people is a Cheryl Strait quote that came out of one of my journaling exercises. Trust your gut, forgive yourself, and be grateful. And give yourself permission. Oh, now that's the mic drop, guys. <laughs> we cannot end it any better than that. So I just want to give the biggest thank you to Delicia for joining us and sharing her expertise, as well as giving you guys that freebie. I, I really do encourage you to check her out. What is the link that they can find you at? So it's at www.deliciaallercon.com slash resources, and you will find all the goodies there. And the main freebie that I just talked about is right at the top. And I'll be sharing that as well, guys, because again, I want to promote and help out any of you mamas, especially that need help <laughs> in this field, because yeah. we know our gifts and I know when to automate, delegate, or eliminate. And that is <laughs> one I do not want to assist with. <laughs> so thank you. I want to wish you guys an amazing day and just share this with anybody that could use this wisdom. So thank you guys. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Honestly, I'm grateful. Hello. Okay. So we vibe with our tribe and I wanted to let you know that I'm over here doing a special shoulder shimmy celebrating you as an action taker. So I hope you know that I am doing a coffee cheers in your honor for joining us here today. And since we are now gal pals, I would love a small favor from you and would love to have you leave us a review. I don't ask for them to be staged. You can be completely honest and I would love to get to hear what you enjoyed, what your favorite takeaway was, and maybe just what you would like to know further more on. Because if I don't know it, I'm very very honest, and I will do my best to bring you some support in there. Thank you again, and have a great day.